Saloon. My name is Nick. Today I'm joined by my co-hosts, Maddie, Andrew, and Andrew. What's going on, guys? Hello. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have a special episode today. Uh, we're going to talk about OZ Tyler, um, their distillery, their origin, and we're going to get into their whiskey, uh, what they have now. So they just have a bourbon and a rye. So myself and Maddie, we went to the distillery... In... It was in the summer because it was hot. Yeah, I August? can't remember. August, September time. Mm-hmm. Maybe October even. I don't mm, know. No. Are you sure? Yep. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we uh, we went out there and they were, they had just gotten onto the Bourbon Trail. So, they're the furthest out, I would say, on the Bourbon Trail. Um, compared to everyone else, everyone else is in Bardstown, and then you have Louisville, and then uh, I think Lawrenceburg, Lexington area. Bowling Green. Oh, Bowling Green. I think so. Who's Lexington. down there? Lexington have a Buffalo Trace, Wild Turkey. Yeah, yeah, Lexington, Frankfurt. Oh, there Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's in Bowling Green? I don't know. that's pretty close to us I was just naming cities oh okay (laughs) that's Bowling Green's close to us (laughs) Uh, anyway so uh, first off I kind of want to give a little bit of history behind uh, OZ Tyler how it started out so originally 1880 it was called the Eagle Distillery and was actually in Burke City Kentucky Uh, a little bit later it was moved to Owensboro, where it is now, and a guy named uh, W. McCullough purchased it from T.J. Monarch in 1883. In 1885, it moved to Owensboro and was renamed uh, the Green River Distillery. In 1918, a trash pile ignited um, after hours and burned through the distillery and most of the buildings. So, um, obviously... After 1918, 1920 was Prohibition until 1933. So 1936, the property was sold to Kentucky Sour Mash Distilling Company. Company went bankrupt shortly after that. In 1939, a group of people called the Medley family. The Medley Bros. Yeah, the Medley Bros. uh, They uh, bought the distillery. And uh, they formed the Medley Distilling Company. And for the next 70 years, the distillery will change hands a few times, but Medley family uh, maintained their roles there. So, uh, 2007, the uh, property was sold once again. Uh, the CL Financial Partner Company of Angostura Bitters purchased the distillery from Charles Medley and be- began renovations. In 2014, Terra Pure, Kentucky Distillers Incorporated, a subsidiary of, well, I can't even say that word, (laughs) Terracentia Cooperation, (laughs) something like that, Uh, purchased the distillery and began renovations. So Ron Call, who was a master distiller with 40 years of experience at Jim Beam and uh, Florida Caribbean Distillers, uh, is tapped to consult on the project. Ron's son, Jacob Call, is brought overseas uh, or I'm sorry was brought in to oversee the extensive renovation ultimately managed distillery operations in 2016 Ron passed down the master distiller torch to Jacob Call 
and uh, 2018, that's where we're at today. So he brought all of this up to up to snuff, pretty much. Um, he was the one who brought out the bourbon and the rye and kind of got like a head start on everything. So that's where we're at. Medley Bros had it for since 1939, and then 2007 they sold. So um, I don't know where they moved to. Or where they have a distillery, or if they just source it through other distilleries or whatnot. So secret location. Yeah. Um, but a little bit of background on Oz Tyler. You guys are probably wondering who this is because he had no affiliation with Jacob Call or Ron Call or anything like that. So I'll get into that. So Oz Tyler is named after uh, Orville Zealots Tyler the Third. Uh, he was born in 1934 and passed away in 2014. As a chemist, inventor, and visionary, Ty created many things, including patent coating that uh, eliminated the metallic taste of soft drinks stored in cans. Hmm. Uh, he created indoor and outdoor carpeting, washable <laughs> wallpaper, and outdoor latex paint. Yeah. <laughs> After retirement, he started thinking about why it took so long to age his favorite drink, which was scotch. So, Ty and his stepson, Edward Bailey, an architect, began studying the barrel aging process. Barrels trap the bad molecules, bad is put into quotations, in alcohol and filter them out. Ty and Edward wanted to know whether there was a way they could make these bad molecules combine with something else to make good molecules and avoid the extensive time spent in the barrel. They came upon the idea of using natural ultrasonic energy to help speed up the aging process of distilled spirits. They created a series of machines that eventually became the foundation for our company's patent Terra Pure process, which is their filter process. Mm -hmm. Never fully satisfied with the status quo, they continued to innovate and were proud of the fact that their curiosity and hard work launched a company. So uh, they consider their story uh, an example of the American dream. So the distillery uses this uh, filter process. It looks like um, what's the robot from, uh, the from the Jetsons? Rosie? Yeah, they call yeah. it Rosie. Yeah, they call it Rosie. So it looks like Rosie. And uh, it was pretty interesting. I guess it, it goes through and sends like an electrical charge through the whiskey if I if I remember correctly remember. from when we went there. Um, it's very interesting how they did it, but it's supposed to help. It's supposed to increase like the aging process. So it's like you could have a whiskey that sits in a barrel for two and a half years and then put it through there and that tastes like a four-year whiskey or something like that. Does it change the molecule buildup or something? Uh, yeah. So it's very, very interesting. Uh, it looked, when we looked at it, it looked like it had like wood staves on the inside of this filter process. It was, mm -hmm. it was like this big tank and it had like, it looked like it had staves on the inside and the whiskey would flow in. And, and they would blast it so with to, like the ultrasonic waves or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then they bottle it right after that. Is it a so. speaker that does that, or how do they? How do, I don't. They didn't really get into a whole lot of details with us. It was very secretive. Hmm. You couldn't take pictures. So of it. yeah, couldn't, couldn't take pictures or videos pictures or, or video. anything like that. Yeah. So yeah. Even um, though it's patented. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Even though they have a patent on it, you can't do anything. So um, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. 
um, when we went there. So this is what they came out with. Uh, I know that I believe both of these are a year and a day old. So this one might be actually this might be less. The rye might be less, but the bourbon I know for a fact is a year and yeah. a day old. Um, I went there when they first brought that out, which was April twelfth in twenty eighteen. Um, they popped that out, and I talked to the master distiller. Uh, didn't really get a great vibe from the guy, but uh, you know I was anxious to try the whiskey because it was a distiller that jumped on the bourbon trail in Owensboro. So, um, Maddie, you yeah. got anything else to add on our our distillery tour? Mm, I just remember the hanging hams that was there. Right? Oh yeah, they that's had, the thing that sticks out to me was the hams that were they had hams sitting in there. Uh, their rick oh, houses. They're um, they're eclipse barrels. Oh yeah, Those yeah. Those are super cool. So in their rick house, so most of their rick houses are like still damaged. Uh, from the fire. From yeah, fire and water damage. Now, I mean, I feel like the distillery is just gone through like a whole bunch of bad luck through the years um but they're redoing a bunch of their rick houses and the the one that we went into was i believe it was rick house a if i'm not mistaken i believe so and we went in there and they had uh eclipse barrel so every day that the eclipse was going on they would barrel uh not was the time the eclipse was only one day so no, like, no, no, like each moon phase, they would barrel one. Yeah, as the eclipse was happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it starts like full moon, and then it, and yeah. they had a like local artist come in and paint the barrels. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. So they do a lot of stuff in the community. I know for a fact uh, they'll sit out there and they'll have a barrel and everyone will sign it. And then they'll put something in the barrel. And then, you know, if you're the lucky one to come up and be like, I put my name on that barrel. <laughs> you know, it's the whiskey that's inside, so. Um, I don't know. I believe that they're coming out with something like a straight Kentucky bourbon okay. here shortly. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. Like I said, they're very secretive about their their stuff. Um, everything we asked and our in our tour, when we would ask them questions about, are you guys going to have anything else down the line? And they said, I don't know. You just have to see. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right, guys. So, uh, in our glasses right now, we have uh, the uh, OZ Tyler Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey. as uh, the Terra Pure f- fast filter process. So, go ahead and uh, get a nose on this. What do you think? I want to I see what you two think. Me and Maddie have already tried this, so... When I go to put my nose down and smell, the first thing it reminds me of is, like, baby food or mashed up fruit. Mashed up fruit? Yeah. Applesauce? I yeah. could... I would mm-hmm. just about to say applesauce. It's got, like, a very high, like, ethanol. Like, it... it but you kind of get from, like, like that you baby can... food or whatever when you open it. Right. Yeah, that ethanol baby food. No, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I meant it has just a, a particular smell that... Yeah. I, I yeah, I definitely... <laughs> I could see that. I do get, like, a, a little bit of, like, a, uh... 
I wanted to say caramel, but now I'm just thinking... No, I was going to say caramel, but, like, when you first... Like, the first thing that hits my nose is, like, that fruit. Like yeah. The, like, bruised fruit. Maybe I should say Oh, that. yeah, there you go. Like a bruised banana. Yeah, that's what I keep saying. bruised smelling. banana. Bruised banana. Yeah, but then if you... I don't you, know if I get any banana out of it. Oh, I'm getting bruised banana. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> bruised banana. The bowl's holding it together. <laughs> nutty, that's... Yeah, that's nutty, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and taste this. What do you guys think? It's kind of, it's kind of thin. Um, smooth. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like a watered down orange spice tea. Like there's a little bit of that citrus, a little bit oh, yeah. of like spice, and then like that very much like uh, like a black tea or some kind of tea character. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's not like big bold like you know rich whiskey. It's a little thinner. It's thin. Yeah. And kind of like I said, reminds me of tea. Um, Andrea. Uh the. Front of the palate's pretty light for me. Um, it does have a nice little burn at the end, but I would agree. When I tasted it the first time, I thought that there's some kind of like cinnamon or spice note in it yeah. that I was getting towards the end. Maddie, what do you think about that? It still reminds me of banana nut bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I still get it. What's I I I have to agree with you guys. It's. I think it does have like a. It's definitely got like a little citrusy note to it. Uh, I get a little bit of nuttiness. Nothing crazy. It's very very delicate and light, like you were saying. Uh, and maybe a little bit of the fruit as well in there. So um, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of. I'm hoping to see something. I'm hoping to see a, a straight Kentucky bourbon coming out of there. Is something banana aged. notes in a whiskey a good thing? There's like good molecules and bad molecules you get in whiskey. Um, that we had someone from Bullet tell us. I thought that the banana ones were good. No, I mean usually like banana or uh, like popcorn is butyric acid, which gets in there and it makes it have like a funky taste. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't think that banana is a good note. I just remember him talking <laughs> about it. But yeah, I don't. I don't the, remember the certain molecules that you get. It's if something's aged longer, you get these different okay. molecules, and hmm. yeah, that, that's part of the aging process. They were yeah. talking about that. It seems like hmm. so. Like I guess what? Uh, what's the other little craft brandy distillery in? Copper and Copper Kings. Kings, yeah. Uh, they do sonic aging, but they just do it in barrels, and they do it by pumping loud music into their oh, okay. storage facility. That's so that's why I was kind of curious. Is like it makes sense if you can create those those vibrations, right. and if you have a ton of staves all like next to each other, and you're forcing, you know, the spirit through it as it's like vibrating, as vibrating, right? The right. molecules themselves. Now, it said something else in the thing that you were reading that uh, 
that they found something that not only stripped out the bad molecules, but somehow changed those molecules. Changed the molecules, And right. it might just be the sonic vibrations that changed them on their own, slamming them around into the stave. Right. Um, especially if, you know, both sides are toasted and you're getting all surface contact. Right, right. That much slamming around might, you know, conceivably do it. And be interested to know how often they have to change out the staves, but yeah, that, that's how it would make sense in my mm-hmm. mind. I just don't know how you get the right. Get I, the vibrations. I, I'm uh, I'm interested to see what they come out with. I think that this in a in a barrel longer mm-hmm. wouldn't be a bad thing. No, I mean it seems like it's it's good juice overall. The flavor's not. I mean. I mean, for a year old, it really has some character going on. Yeah. You can tell it's young, but... I think that's where all that ethanol in the nose is coming from. Right. It's just the, the age. It hasn't had a chance to round out all the way. <laughs> yeah. You usually get, I guess, those fruity notes in younger things anyway, too. Like, the young rise, you get, like, raisin and different stuff like that. Right, right. I was, uh... When I, when I first tasted this, I was pleasantly surprised, and like I said, I, I wanted... I. I want to see something older from them, but um, like I said, we'll see. Um, the tour was the tour was nice when we went. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they're really uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like dog and pony show kind of deal, where uh, they host a lot of events there and trying to get a lot of publicity and sure. everything like that. Which I mean, you kind of have to when you're just starting out a distillery and you jumped on the bourbon trail very fast yeah. they started in 2014 and four years later they were already on the bourbon trail so yeah. um and I mean they just released their bourbon this year mm-hmm. so yeah that's awesome I mean you gotta kinda do that stuff uh I mean there's no way there is you know dog and pony shows you say or gimmicky or you know Whatever, as, uh, what, was it Angel's Envy that we went to? What about it? It was oh. just kind of like, I don't know, it seemed a little... I know Evan Williams downtown is oh, very commercial. I didn't like that. Hmm. You like go and like watch on a screen, like, oh. in the one room. I don't know. It wasn't, wasn't my thing. Right. I, uh, the Jim Beam Urban Soul House we went to... I just like going there because you can go straight to the back and taste whatever you want. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right. So, uh, now we have the rye I'm pouring. Uh, do you know what the mash bill for either one of these is? I do not. That was not uh, released either. So, it was a nice... Like I said, they're very... They're pretty secretive about their stuff. I haven't got in here yet. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> I don't know if it was this glass or... Oh, it's my glass. Yeah, your glass smells weird. It looks like perfume. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's an interesting rye. That's an interesting... <laughs> no, that's what it smells like. It smells There's stronger in the glass. Outside, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. Hold on. Maybe it's just that I have a tiny nose hole. Yeah, on that it's one. <laughs> well, it's also closer to your nose. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot closer to your nose. I gotta stick my nose like way down in there to smell. 
Huh. Well, that shows the tiny bone cairns are much more potent. Yep. Oh. <laughs> All right. What do you get off this nose? Besides perfume. According to Andrea. <laughs> well, perfumer. I mean, smell it. You can just smell it on the glass. Yeah, the glass does smell a little funky. Oh, it smells much better. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was confused <laughs> what was happening. Again, for me, this has got a lot of that ethanol. Because, like, it does, I yeah. feel like it's, again, with the bourbon and with mm-hmm. this, like, if you get past it, it's got some, like, some pleasant smells, mm-hmm. but they're so faint because the, the ethanol is so high. And, I mean, they're both 90, which, I don't know. I mean, I can put my nose in a glass of rare breed and I don't get this kind of, like... Ethanol, yeah. It smells good, but I can't figure out what that smell I, is. You can definitely tell, like, from the nose that it's young. It has that kind of, uh, like, almost a yeast smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of pecan Yeah. I was going to say nutty. All right. Go ahead and taste this. I'm still, like, I still will taste that yeast taste in there. Mm-hmm. It's It's got, like, a, still, again, like, a sweet nut flavor, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet, nuts. sweet, sweet nuts. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, uh, tastes like a young rye. There's a lot of raisin in there. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get that yeast. It almost reminds me when you you taste the mash at uh, Make, makers or yeah, any of any the other. Yeah, you know, it kind of you can kind of get that little yeasty hint. In if there. I could eat, if I could eat mash like every day, I would. Oh wow! <laughs> it's gonna be a bowl of mash. Give you a trough. <laughs> 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 a trough of mash. Somebody go slop Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Run up from the field. I don't know what I'm getting you for Christmas. A oh, trough full of mash. Trough full of mash. Get you some mason jars of mash. Yeah. Say, you're going to give me a note that says Santa will deliver and in Carol's garage. Just give me a trough. <laughs> I'll have a horse carrying it up. <laughs> pulling it. Yeah, definitely. I taste, the, I taste pecan. Most definitely here, but it's really. I get it more on the nose. Yeah, it's not as it's not as present in the taste as it is in the nose. But I am very, like I said, I get that yeast and of yeah fruit. Yep, a little bit of nuttiness, a lot of raisin, like you said. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I feel like both of these were pretty straightforward. Yeah, again, kind of thin. I mean, yeah. I think that it, it could turn into something pretty tasty. It's got a... Mm-hmm. For the age, 
got pretty, potential. Pretty damn the bourbon impressive. actually kind of surprised me. The front was really light, but it had like a lot of potential. I mean, it was only a year and a day. Like, yeah. That's not a long time at all. Right. Well, that terapy process obviously yeah. added at least another year worth of, you know, character to it. Yeah. But, again, I guess it's, you're still going to get that young, like, ethanol character that's and not going to... I mean, you're, you can get ethanol in anything. Right. You know, it's not exclusively... It's not going to go away the older it gets, but this just... Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, though. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, they're $20, $20 bottles, so... Oh, really? Is yeah. that what they're selling for? Well, I guess when you can crank out a product like this in a, a year... year. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. That's yeah. Awesome. So... All right, so bourbon. Bourbon was the best one of the two? I wouldn't say it was the best, but it, it surprised me more. Like, the rye was kind of like a typical rye, rye. that I would t- taste at that age. The bourbon was a little different. I like it more than High Spire. And actually, yeah. when I took a bigger drink of the rye, I really kind of like that. It's smooth. It's not as, like, marshmallowy. Like mm-hmm. over the top sweet, right? Like sometimes those like young rye taste like real marshmallowy, and like you don't get as enough as much rye spice as I would like. I actually get a decent amount of spice out of there, in addition to the raisin, right? I don't know. For me, I think I almost like the rye more. No, huh? the bourbon was a little too thin for me. I uh, I think I have to agree with you, Andrea. I think the bourbon uh, surprised me. Mm-hmm. On on the flavor and uh, for a year and a day, yeah. but then again, like like you said, like this isn't this isn't bad for a rye. I, I just felt like I was six ex- month old rye, right? <laughs> at least six months. At old, least, yeah, months. minimum. Uh, yeah, aged a minimum of six months mm-hmm. in new charred oak. So hmm. yeah, no, both of them overall decent. Yeah, pretty decent. So we'll, we'll drink again. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us today. Where can we find everybody? Hmm. I can't even remember my Instagram handle. Uh, MermaidMans13. On Instagram, all right. On the gram. <laughs> you can find me at drinkbourbon underscore wear lipstick. And I am the Indomitable Beard. All right. And you guys can uh, always follow us. At the dot rusty underscore saloon on the Instagram, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and uh, cheers. Cheers. See ya. See ya.